0: Welcome back to Harmonize Your Life, conversations on self-care for women of color podcast with your host, Dr. Tony G. Alvarado. We are still in the month of October and we are celebrating uh, this month, we are celebrating cancer survivors, breast cancer survivors of of all types of cancers uh, that have affected our community, our families um, and our world. And so to this month, um, we are not going to just focus on breast cancer survivors as our custom has been in the month of October, but we want to educate. We want to inform our community, community about all types of cancers that are impacting us and cancers that have impacted us personally and in, uh, our families and communities. And so we're bringing to you, um, this month, um, information, education, inspiration, hope, and support for you, for your family members, for our community, and hopefully one day we'll be able to eradicate this dreadful disease uh, and the many forms of cancer that has impacted our lives. Stay tuned for another uh, empowering conversation on self-care and celebration of cancer survivors in just One moment. Well, I'm super excited today because I have in the podcast studio with me my sister, my blood sister, my mm-hmm. sister, we're almost twins. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. because, <laughs> because mm-hmm. we, we are probably about, I don't know, what, a little over a year apart? Just a
1: year, year and a half,
0: yeah. Yeah, a mm-hmm. year and a half. We're a year and a half apart. And so um I'm 58. She'll be 57 in a few weeks, in a few months. Yep. Yeah, and uh, this is my sister Inez, better known aka as Nisi <laughs> Inez Denise Griffin Manuel.
1: That's my, right,
0: my younger <laughs> sister, she's right under me. Those of you that know me know I'm the oldest of four girls born to our parents, uh, Charles and uh, um, and Margaret Griffin Baker. Uh, my mom is uh, who just went home to be with the Lord. Uh, some of y'all know her as Ma Baker. But we are, it's four of us. I'm the oldest. Nisi or Inez is the uh, second oldest. And then uh, our sister Cassandra, and then our baby sister Yolanda, who is a force to be reckoned with in and of herself. (laughs) (laughs) And y'all heard from Yolanda on our podcast as well. I'm about to get Cassandra on the podcast, Nisi. Yeah. You've been on, and I mean, you're on today. and Yolanda was on, she was on twice last year. I had her on, um, in um, the first year of the podcast, twice in May last year. She did a session, uh, on grief, um, uh, talking about her journey with um Raven during our Mother's Day um series, and she gave hope to mothers who had lost a child. And then, um, back in November of last year, I had her. Come on again with uh, Dr. Sarah um, uh, Williams, and we talked about just getting through the holidays uh, with grief. And so, um, so those of you that are uh, that are listening to us, you can go back, and uh, all of our podcast episodes are cataloged uh, there on Anchor and on my YouTube channel. So you can go back. But I'm glad today to have my sister, my sister Inez or Nisi. In yes. the podcast studio with me today, and we are today talking about surviving breast cancer. Yes. My sister Inez or Nisi is a breast cancer survivor, yes. and we're grateful to the Lord for that. She is doing well, she is surviving, but she's not just surviving, y'all. She's thriving.
1: Yes, absolutely.
0: <laughs> she is thriving, and so um. I asked her to come on um and she's not really a big talker. She's not one, you know, um, th- that talks as particularly <laughs> publicly. <laughs> I'm just gonna say that. Public. Right. <laughs> but um, so she's not a public speaker now. She's a singer though. She's a singer. Yes, and she loves choirs.
1: Oh my god. Yes.
0: <laughs> she is yes. she is our church, she's the church choir mother. Yes. <laughs> she is she is all of us got something for my grandmother, right? And so Inez got that whole going to church uh thing and what she really got, y'all, is she gonna go to funerals. She oh, yes. gonna, she gonna go to funerals and, and all of that. But that's what my grandmother made. My grandmother was gonna go to the funerals. Okay. Like, you know, she gonna do that. She gonna make sure she represents the family. <laughs> At all the funerals, okay? Yeah. <laughs> but Inez Nisi, thank you for coming yes. on with us today to talk about surviving breast cancer. As I stated in my um introductory comments uh into the podcast today, I wanted to expand the conversation because, of course, the month of October is breast cancer awareness month, and we do a lot around historically, we've done a lot around breast cancer research. Um all kind of um of um walks and runs mm-hmm. and events raising money for breast cancer research. we've done all kind of events celebrating breast cancer survivors and so this month this year, I wanted to expand the conversation because, as you know we we've been impacted by cancer, not just breast yes. cancer but in our family because our yes. mother didn't have breast cancer. Um, um, But she had what would be categorized in head and neck cancer, the type of carcinoma that she uh, suffered with. Then, of course, our grandmother had um, uh, cervical cancer, and there's all types of cancers that people are impacted by. And so last week, we had um, Tanya Phillips on to talk to us about just cancer in general, give us some stats around the cancers that impact us as communities of color, men, women, all types of things. Of course, we talk a little bit about breast cancer as well, but um, I specifically wanted you to come on today because I wanted to celebrate you as my sister and celebrate you as a breast cancer survivor and just talk about your journey with breast cancer. And um, I know that there's some things that you can share that will help um, a survivor or help someone who's dealing with breast cancer right now, who's living with breast cancer, someone who has survived it and families who have had to support uh, yes. persons in their family uh, who've been diagnosed with breast cancer. So how talk to us about your journey with breast cancer. How many years have you been a survivor?
1: Three years. Um, Yay. Three years.
0: <laughs> so you're in your third year. Yes. Third yes. year. When was your... When going into my
1: fourth year, pregnancy? actually.
0: You're going into your fourth year.
1: Uh-huh. Next um March of next year will be four years. Wow. Well, actually June of next year, because that's when I had my surgery.
0: Wow. Okay. I, was diagnosed,
1: I was diagnosed in March of 2018.
0: And I tell you what, that don't even seem like it seemed like a lifetime ago. Yeah. That that happened. And I, I remember where I was when you called me and told me. Yes, and it just kind of stopped me in my tracks I was just kind of was like what you know yeah so so how did you discover it So I actually
1: found the, the tumor myself um so my my ritual when I when I um, get up in the morning when I'm getting dressed um, I am brushing my teeth. And normally, when I well, when I'm getting ready to get in the shower, but when I'm brushing my teeth, um, I usually I don't know what the reason is, but um, I'll take my pajama top off. And so, this particular day, I had never seen it ever. And so, this particular day, when I was brushing my teeth, I looked in the mirror, and I could see like my. My breast was—it looked—it de, looked deformed. It—it it wasn't normal. Um, it was looked like it was lopsided, and I was like, "What is this?" And and I began to feel my breast, and I said, "Oh my God, I think this is a is a uh, a lump in my breast." And so um, I just—it I, was about five o'clock in the morning, and so I I got off. I, I called mom. Um, and told her that I think, you know, I found a lump in my breast and, you know, I I was really freaking out. And, um, she told me that it may not be, um, cancer because, uh, in our family, we have a history of cystic breast. Mm -hmm. So she said, just, you know, see if this could be a cyst. So, um, I call my, um, called to make an appointment to have a mammogram done Mm -hmm. and they told me that they didn't have any appointments until I think probably this was in March I don't think they had any appointments until like May or something like that Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and so I was like no I said you I don't think you heard what I said. I, I mean, this is not, I found a lump in my breast and I cannot wait until March, I mean, to until May to get this looked at. I need this looked at right away. And I said, I don't know who you need to talk to, but I need to get in to see somebody. So um, they got me in the next week and um, I had my mammogram done. Mm-hmm. Uh, then they did an ultrasound and the uh, radiologist wanted me to go have uh, a biopsy done because what he saw he he didn't tell me but he was concerned about what he has, had seen so the next week I made an appointment to have um, a biopsy done mm-hmm. and I went to go have a biopsy done um, and I think it probably was like maybe a week a week and a half before my results came back mm-hmm. and so I called my doctor because he hadn't called me yet and so I just asked him, did he get the results back?" He said, "Yes, he did, And I asked him what what you know the outcome was. And he said that, uh, well, it is cancer. Um, and I was like devastated. I was just like, i I couldn't believe it." And so, but he told me that um that it is cancer. But it, it was caught at an early stage. So mm-hmm. um, he was very hopeful that, um, that he would be able to do the surgery and get all of the cancer out. Mm-hmm. So, um, and then I, after um, we had to meet with a team of doctors. And so uh, we all went. You went with us. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And you and Roz and Mom. Mm-hmm. Even we went. We met on my team of doctors to uh, tell me what um, my plan of care would be. Um, and so we, um, um, at that point, they they knew the the stage of the cancer. Mm-hmm. Uh, which was a stage two. Um, so it was. It was even though it was a stage two, it was still caught early because what I found out is that the the cancers the stages go in um so it's it may be like stage two mm-hmm. um, uh at one or two it goes in so it's not it's, it was a very low um so my doctor was very hopeful that he would be able to get the cancer,
0: wow. So you said you at one of the things you said was um, when you heard the word cancer, uh-huh. you were devastated, right? Yes. So, mm-hmm. I one of the things that we don't talk about sometimes when it comes to the whole cancer journey um is the emotional or the mental mental uh, strain yes. that it has on on, on persons. So, right. and I know you had us, you cause you're a woman of faith, first of all, yes. and, um, being grounded in your faith, but did, but did this shake your faith at all? It didn't, it
1: didn't shake my faith. Um, but I, I did question how, how this happened to me
0: okay. because,
1: um, I had, I had just, had a mammogram maybe the year prior mm-hmm. um not even a year i think i, I had my mammogram like so you I did. Get,
0: you're in the habit of getting your manu- mammograms every year right yes so this happened so between one year you discovered the lump be- between, between my between years
1: uh, uh-huh between my annual yeah
0: between your annual okay
1: uh uh-huh.
0: okay so and it
1: you. wasn't discovered um through the um the mammogram It wasn't discovered through the mammogram, my annual. That's that's something that
0: we need to point out because uh, I remember last year I did, um, I had Felicia, you know, Felicia, Mm -hmm. and then we had Shermanita Carter on, remember, one year? Yes, yes. Um, Last year we had her on and both of them discovered it themselves. So would you say that that's important for us as women like you said you noticed your breast, you looked in the mirror, mm-hmm. you felt your breast, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying, something didn't mm-hmm. feel right, something didn't look right. Right. So how important is it for those self examinations?
1: It's very important. Um because like I said the the mammogram did not detect it. Um and so I think it's very important that we do our self examinations um um at least once a month, um, in between our uh, mammograms, I mm-hmm. actually my um, what the what they saw they saw it on the ultrasound.
0: Okay, so it was so the ultrasound that picked that finally detected it after yes. you, but you found it. Yep, I found it. But it mm-hmm. was the ultrasound that detected what was really going on. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. So that, that leads me to, uh, to another question. Um, how important would you say to women it is to have those, the annual exam, even though the mammogram didn't pick it up, Mm -hmm. do you still recommend women getting mammograms regularly? Oh, absolutely.
1: Yes. We have to have them every, I get my mammograms every year. I mean, even, um, even though I, I don't have to have um, a mammogram. Uh, so I have, I had a mastectomy on my left side mm-hmm. because the tumor was too big to remove. So I had to have the mastectomy on my right side, but also-
0: On your left or um, on your right? Uh,
1: um, I'm sorry, on my left side. Okay. But after I had my surgery, we discovered- um, and we discovered that through the PET scan. So after you had your surgery and everything, they they do a PET scan where they um, put this dye um, in you and it, it illuminates. And wherever cancer it is, it is it'll see it. Mm-hmm. So when I did my PET scan, they discovered that I had um, a tumor on my right breast. Now, that tumor wasn't, as big, so I had to have a lumpectomy on my right breast. So mm-hmm. I still do have to have a mammogram um, every year on my right breast. Okay.
0: Wow. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, were there any other psychological things that you dealt with, like with losing a breast?
1: Yeah, it took me a long time to, to even look at it it took me a long time i i didn't i didn't look at it um probably probably about a couple months after um i had my surgery yeah it took me a long time to um to look at it and and it took me a long time to get used to um because you know other things come along with it like i have um i have um what do you call it? Uh, lymphedema
0: mm-hmm. on my
1: left arm. Mm-hmm. So that's where they took the lymph nodes out. They took out nine lymph nodes on my on my left side, and they do that to test to make sure that the cancer has not gone anywhere else in your body. So they test the lymph nodes to see if there's any cancer in the lymph nodes, and if it is, then you have to. What I had to do was have um, chemo chemotherapy, but because they took the lymph nodes out is the lymph nodes is what moves the fluid in your body.
0: Right. Right. If You right. don't have the
1: lymph nodes, then the fluid builds up in your body. Okay. So I have to wear a sleeve, a lymphedema sleeve. Um, I wear it during the day and then I have one that I wear at night and that's to help push the fluid and make sure that I don't. Yes. So I still have, I still live with um, the, effects. The, the effects of having uh breast cancer.
0: Wow. Mm-hmm. So when you, you said it took you a minute to look at it, you you know it didn't destroy your faith, but you did ask questions like why? Mm-hmm. What what would you say to women? about how to care for themselves emotionally while they're going through breast cancer? Um, I think I I will
1: say for me, um, I learned how to um, really um, care for myself. I started doing more uh, exercising. Mm-hmm. Um, and even like in the summer, um, especially particularly during um, COVID, I would get out and I would walk. Mm -hmm. Um, I would try to walk about five miles, at least five days a week, I would try to walk. Um, So I think um, keeping your emotions, you know, I think that's uh, very important. Um, And then the other thing that really, really helped me, um, I know some people, um when 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 they go through life's difficulties and trials and um especially when something like cancer like um, I know a lot of people pull away from God but that was the time that I needed to I had to push I had to push I I mean I I remember some uh, um um Craig Robertson telling me one time, he said, I, when I see you up there singing, he said, I, he said, that gives me so much hope because you have been through so much, but that was what brought me through. I had to do that. Mm
0: -hmm. I had to do that. Wow. 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 Well, then talk to us about the importance of having a community. I know I went with you, mom, with mom was your champion. Yes. Um, uh, mom was there with you when you rang the bell. She was at yes. all your treatments and all of that. And, um, then I was with you when you, when, uh, me and Ra- Roz and I, and mom were with you when you got, when you started, you know, when the doctor came for us to talk about your treatment plan and all of that. Yes. So talk to us about the importance of, um, a community, having a, uh, solid community.
1: Yeah. So having, I think having, a a community is oh, so system. so yeah mm-hmm. support system is so so important i i tell people that god is the ultimate uh orchestrator mm-hmm. because i don't think that i would have been able to go through what i went through if i didn't have the support of my of mom and my sisters and my friends and my children um i cuz you know i wouldn't have I would have never moved here. I mean, you know, I, I've i been trying to move here a couple of times and it just didn't work.
0: Here so, in Georgia, y'all, for those that y'all with it, yes. we're from Chicago. And so Inez was the last one of us to move from Chicago but, to Georgia. Yes, the absolute
1: last. But I think that um, being here, um, and I didn't know, you know, I just knew that it was time for me to leave Chicago. But I didn't know that years later that I was going to need the support of mom and my sisters and my friends and my church family. Yeah.
0: My church family. Yeah. Yeah. That's so, so important. And that's one of the reasons why we started this um, self Care Network is to make sure that we can have um, a community of women, that we can support one another around our... Health and wellness and fitness and self care goals, um, our mental health and all of that because having a community is so important—a community, a faith, a family system, a girlfriend system. Yes, um, you know what I'm saying. Um, yes, um, and things like what we're doing with the self care network—it is so important because you can—you're gonna go through life struggles and life issues, but you don't have to go through them by yourself. Alone. Yeah. You don't mm-hmm. have to go through them so it is important to have a good support team, a good um team around you to help you with just you know yeah. helping you to make it through the day. Yeah. And you don't even have that cancer for that.
1: Right. <laughs> <laughs> right.
0: So how did um asked how did you decide on because there are women that are listening here who might be in that um, stage of um, deciding on treatment. Mm-hmm. How did you decide on the right treatment for you?
1: So when I, um, when I met with my team of doctors, um, they told me um, that, I, that their recommendation, and it was my choice, but um, that I would have to have chemotherapy and I will also have to have um, radiation therapy. Um, I did the chemotherapy first and then I did the radiation therapy. Now, I know some Somebody paid for the
0: chemotherapy, you lost your
1: hair. I did. I lost my hair. But, but one of the things, because I, I reached out to people like Felicia, uh, Shamanita... Um, people that have been through this, um, and 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 the the things that they told me, the one thing that they told me what, that was very important was that they told me their story, but they told me that that might not be my story. Um, they told me what they went through, the effects of the chemo, and all of that, but the only thing that I know that <laughs> that I um that affected me with the chemo was I did lose my hair. And um, I um uh, my sense of taste, even now, sometimes is funny. Um, but I didn't, I didn't get sick. I didn't have any um I didn't get nauseated like a lot of people. Um, a lot of people said they didn't have an appetite. They couldn't eat. And they lost a lot of weight. That that was not my story. I ate.
0: No, listen, you're the only long. person I know that gained weight. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I miss. Most people lose weight while they're going through breast cancer I gain weight. chemotherapy. <laughs> How do you gain weight while you're going through chemotherapy? Most people lose their appetite. Girl, you was they do, and I did not lose my appetite. And you going to Chicago, getting that, getting
1: you some right right. Chicago food. Chicago food, right? (laughs) But um, so I, my, I know you know a lot of people deal with it. Um, a lot of people like to deal with it holistically, Mm -hmm. and um, but for me, I prayed about it, and I felt like. This was um, a way for me to live. I I did not want to not do it and um, not have the opportunity to live a little while longer. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, so that was what helped me make the decision. I wanted to be here a little while longer.
0: Okay. And that, that was, that's powerful. What yes. what like what lifestyle changes did you make as a result of going through breast cancer? Did you make any changes in your lifestyle? Yes. How did it change you? Yes. So
1: I I learned a lot of stuff about I mean a lot of things that um that not causes cancer but could um help um help you help progress it Mm -hmm. so some of the things that I learned I did a little research and so some stuff I um like I do not use um I don't use regular deodorant anymore I go to um, the health food store and I get a deodorant that does not have aluminum in it um and so it. Some people say they can't use it because it don't hold them. <laughs> <laughs> but one of the things that um, helped me is that when I had the radiation, I did a lot. A lot of my hair, like my hair, up under my arms mm-hmm. because that's where I, they targeted at. So I don't grow hair up under my arms a, a lot at all. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So. So the deodorant works for me, Mm -hmm. but I, so I, I don't use, I don't buy my deodorants in the store anymore. Um, because I, I think that that's some of the, um, that's Mm -hmm. how people get the breast cancer. Mm -hmm. So I don't do that anymore. And then I also, um, I drink alkaline water. Mm -hmm. I was told, um, by, um, Anthony Davis told me to drink alkaline water when he found out I had cancer because he said alkaline and, and cancer can't live in the same body. Mm-hmm. So I researched it and this it does say that alkaline and cancer can't live in the same body. So I go to the health food store. I don't buy bottled water anymore. I go to the health food store and I buy five gallon um, things of water and mm-hmm. that's all I drink is alkaline water. Um the other thing that I do is um I have to I don't drink um caffeinated um mm-hmm. coffee or um mm-hmm. or anything like that because mm-hmm. caffeine um is one of the, the contributive factors to cancer mm-hmm. as well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So um mm-hmm. I don't I don't drink um I do like coffee so I drink decaf coffee. Mm-hmm. Um, and every now and then if I just like feel like I need a push but it's not very often um, I make it a little and even if I do get it it'll be like I make it half caffeine and half um, decaf but mm-hmm. primarily I do not drink caffeinated drinks anymore.
0: Okay mm-hmm. so these are things that you've discovered will help the cancer progress in yes. your body Yeah. And if- eliminating those things. Yes. I heard you say earlier that you walked out. You walked. Mm -hmm. And I know you were doing spin classes and things like that to really move your body.
1: Yes. Because that's, that's,
0: yeah. Yeah. And then this year, I bought me a bike. Yeah. So,
1: yeah, I bought me a bike. So, I love riding my bike. So, sometimes I just, like, I like going to trails, but if I can't get to a trail, I have... It's a school right down from my house, so yeah, I'll yeah, just sometimes yeah. just get on my bike and just ride down to the school and just, and just ride, ride around. around. And yeah.
0: it, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, I love it. I love it. Wow, Anes, thank you so much for sharing your story with us on the podcast. What, what, um, what word of advice or hope or word of hope can you give a woman? who is battling cancer right now? Any um, kind of cancer, breast cancer or any, any kind of cancer. And even a word maybe to the, their family and community, based on what we went through with mom, what kind of hope can we give? Can you give uh, families who are supporting someone with cancer? Cause you've been supported and you've been a supporter. Yes. Yes. Um, one
1: of the, um, Things that I, I I would like to say is that um, cancer is when you hear the word you just immediately think I'm 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 going to die. Mm-hmm. Um, but one of the things that um, I I um, discovered going through this that you know we. <laughs> we want to see Jesus, but don't nobody want to die. <laughs> we, that's our ultimate goal is to see Jesus. But we don't want to die. <laughs> but um, but one of the things that I discovered is if if, if 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 one of the scriptures that I really loved, to live is Christ, to die is gain. Wow.
0: Um,
1: and and Cancer is, is, it's scary. It's like, oh my God. And you think.
0: It stops you in your tracks. Just the word. Yes,
1: Yes. it does. Mm -hmm. And you think immediately, I'm I'm just, I'm going to be out of here. And um, sometimes that's just not the case. Sometimes it is. But um, I would say that um, just get you a good, good support system. I mean, that is so, so important to get you a good support system, somebody that um, is going to push you. And because it was days that even after I had my surgery, it was days that I just was in the house, like, you know, but get somebody that's going to push you um, to not let you stay in your, because it it can get, you can get, uh, get in a state of depression.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: But you got to have somebody that that'll bring you out of that. You got to have some friends somebody that will pull you out of there and not let you stay in that state.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Cause you, you, you don't have to die there. Yes. And, and breast cancer is not the death sentence that it used to be. We progressed in our. Yes. It's so,
1: yes. They've done so much um, research um, on um, breast cancer. And so it's, it's not the death sentence that it used to be. It's not. It's um and especially if it's if it's caught early.
0: Early. Early yeah. detection is the best yes. cure. Yeah. yeah. Early. Early detection. detection. Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. And um will you would you say that um not only the lifestyle in terms I mean getting a um a um a um a, a good community around you, right? Mm-hmm. of hope, I mean, to push you, mm-hmm. but also I heard you saying just kind of coming, I heard you kind of saying maybe coming to a sense of peace about whatever happens. Yes.
1: Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. That that's, that's one of the things that, yes, you're going to have to come to uh, just a sense of peace. Whatever happens, happens. But don't, I'm not saying lay down and die. No, fight, right, fight, fight. Right, <laughs> fight. Don't just, you know, but you have to come to a sense of peace, yes. Yeah.
0: Wow. And, you, and now you thriving, girl. Yes. You yes. You lot, your hair fell out. My hair fell out,
1: all of it. <laughs>
0: all
1: of it. Yes.
0: All of it. And yes. then it grew back and you were so yes. beautiful. I wish I should have put a picture up here of you with your hair uh uh out with your hair when when yes, it first came I out. Had. It was good. But now look at all the hair you got.
1: Yeah, and now
0: and now you're locking it. Yes. And smiling, still got that beautiful smile that you've always yes, had all I your think. life. <laughs> <laughs> and uh working and excelling on your job. Yeah, bought you a bike and yes. just you've been traveling and
1: <laughs> and yes.
0: everything. Yeah, good, see good, Inez. Yes. You you're doing yeah. you're doing so good. Thank you again for coming on. Thank you. I, I know this Thank was you. huge for you because you ain't used to getting yes. the in front of the camera <laughs> and talking to the people. But because <laughs> when I asked you to come on, you were like me. You want me to come on? <laughs> yes, I want you. I want my sister right. to tell her story. And uh, and you did a really good job. And I know Thank that you, you all are being blessed by Inez and her, her testimony. Let me just give you a little bit of station identification. If you're just tuning in, you are tuning in to the Harmonize Your Life uh, Conversations on Self-Care for Women of Color podcast with Dr. Tony uh, Alvarado. Um, you can find us, find this podcast on anchor Podcast, Apple podcast. Um, you can find us on Google, Spotify, and we're also on the LightATL.live internet radio station. So you can find us there as well. Um, you can also if you're listening to this podcast you can also go to our YouTube channel, go there, like and subscribe. Um, to my YouTube channel because every week we upload a new video. Every week we upload a new podcast episode there, as well as on the other pa- uh, on Anchor and the other platforms. So go on uh, to the YouTube channel, like and subscribe it because I'm really trying to increase my YouTube subscribers. And the more um, that we increase our subscribers, the more these kind of conversations will come up uh, in YouTube and it'll get suggested for. Uh, um, uh, in, uh, videos for people to watch. And we need this information out here in our community. So please go and like, and subscribe to Dr. Tony G Alvarado, my YouTube channel. Um, and you'll see all the other podcast episodes that are archived there. Okay. So you're also, I also want to invite you, Inez talked about, um, the importance of being a, a part of a, a good community, a healthy community, a community of wholeness. And so I wanna invite you to join us in the Harmonize Your Life um, uh, Women's uh, Self-Care Network. I want you to join the Women's Self Care Network. You can go to my website at drtonialvarado.com and click um, click the Women's click the Self Care Network, and you can get the, all the information there and how to join our Self Care Network. We have a whole, a whole network of women uh, like Inez and myself, and women from all around the country that are part of the um, the Harmonize Your Life women's self-care network. We have professional women uh, from every walk of life who are a part of this network. Many of them are um, uh, have been on our podcast and share with us in our network. Ladies, I want you to know it's the month of October and we are in the midst of a fitness challenge. You heard Inez talking about getting her bike, purchasing a bike, walking five miles, five days a week. Listen, it is important that you and I move our bodies, that we drink healthy water and that we eat healthy and the like. And so we have a fitness challenge going on this month to help you kind of jumpstart you, help you work off some of that summer eating that you did and get you ready to go into the, the, um, the, uh, uh holidays, uh, a little bit more fit so you don't go on and gain your holiday weight on top of your summer vacation weight. All right. So we can get rid of some of that before we get into the holidays. So join our fitness challenge there on my website. We started on October 1st, but we're going all the way through October 31st. So it's never too late to jump in there and, uh, and get with us. We also got a sale going on our Harmony Fitness Apparel. So go there to our website. 50% off on all of our fitness t-shirts and our fitness pants. You can go there and purchase your Harmony Fitness apparel there. And you can be cute while you're working out for the fitness challenge. All of that can be found on my website at drtonyalvarado.com. Thank you again, Inez, for um Thank for coming you. on. Thank you for being my dialogue partner uh, today. I appreciate you uh, not only as my sister, but I appreciate you, um, what the Lord has done in your life through your uh, cancer uh, journey. Um, and so I do want them to know they can find you on Facebook at um, Inez Griffin-Manuel. You can follow her on IG at Inez Griffin-Manuel or... On Twitter at SilverFox364, you can see why she called herself Silver Fox <laughs> when you're watching it, because we got this silver hair going on up in here. That's all right, right. The different girls got silver hair, and it's all it's all right. Thank you again. Thank you all for joining us today. We appreciate you being uh, being in our podcast conversation. We look forward to more conversations with you, and we pray that you will be he- healthy, spirit soul, and body. We are continuing in this month as we celebrate breast cancer survivors and cancers of, uh, of, and survivors of all type of cancers, whether you've had it or whether you've supported someone uh, who've had cancer in your family, in your community, in your church, we are, we've all been impacted by cancer, and, uh, and so we wanna bring more education around this uh, disease and hopefully eradicate this disease in our community. We'll see you again next week on the Harmonize Your Life Conversations for Self-Care for Women of Color podcast with your host, Dr. Tony G. Alvarado. Hi, this is Dr. Tony Alvarado. I am so delighted about bringing the Harmonize Your Life podcast to you. Would you do me a favor? If you are enjoying this podcast, would you email me at hello at drtonialvarado.com? I want to hear from you. I want your feedback. I want to know if there are any other topics that you are interested in as it relates to wellness, self-care, nutrition, or just overall bringing harmony into your life. Email me. Contact me at hello at Dr Tony